Welcome to the Department of Homeland Inspiration, where we'll find out what that is together. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Testing, testing. Ooh, see what happened to that word? Did you hear about the fax machines helping bungle it all up? Today's podcast is dedicated to a book that fell into our lap a few months ago. It wanted to talk to us one day during the impeachment. Peach. Such a sweet, innocent fruit to be caught up in all this. Etc., etc., etc. The book is Starting from San Francisco by Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Ferlinghetti is what we call a living national treasure at 101 years old now, Lived through pandemics, wars, protests, 50s, 60s, 80s, aughts, noughts. The thin, unassuming book spoke to us with hand-scrawled-looking titles and content that seemed suitable slash-dance partner for much of our current political monstrosity, idiocy, poignancy, and tragedy. The poem title, Tentative Description of a Dinner to Promote the Impeachment of President Eisenhower, after it became obvious that the, the strange, strange rain would never rain. stop, and after it became obvious that the president was doing everything in his power, and after it became obvious that the president's general staff was still in contact with the president deep in the heart of Georgia, while deep in the heart of South America, the president's left-hand man was proving all the world loves an American. And after it became obvious that the strange rain would never stop, and that the old soldiers never drown, and that roses in the rain had forgotten the word for bloom, and that perverted pollen blown on sunless seas was eaten by irradiated fish who spawn up cloud-leaf streams and fell onto our dinner plates. And after it became obvious that the president was doing everything in his power to make the world safe for nationalism, his brilliant military mind never having realized that nationalism itself was the idiotic superstition which would blow up the world. And after it became obvious that the president nevertheless still carried, no matter where he went in the strange rain, the little telegraph key, which, like a can opener, could be used instantly to open but not close the hot box of final war, if not to waylay any, any stray, stray asinine, asinine action by action. any stray asinine second lieutenant pressing any strange button anywhere far away, over an Arctic ocean, thus illuminating the world once and for all. And after it became obvious that the law of gravity was still in effect and that what blows up must come down on everyone, including white citizens, and after it became obvious that the voice of America was really the deaf ear of America and that the president was unable to hear the underprivileged natives of the world shouting, No, no contamination, contamination without representation. Without representation from which there was no escape except peace. And after it became obvious that the word truth had only a comic significance to the Atomic Energy Commission, while the president danced madly to mad Admiral Strauss waltzes wearing special atomic earplugs which prevented him from hearing Albert Schweitzer and 9,235 other scientists telling him about spastic generations and blind, boneless babies in the strange rain from which there was no escape except peace. 
And after it became obvious that the president was doing everything in his power to get through the next four years without eating any of the crates of irradiated vegetables well-wishers had sent him from all over and which were filling the corridors and antechambers and bedchambers and chamber pots in the, the not-so-white so house. house. And after it became obvious that the great soldier had become the great conciliator, who had become the great compromiser, who had become the great fence-sitter, who actually had heard of the Supreme Court's decision to desegregate the land of the free, and had not only heard of it, but had actually read it. And women who still needed despair to look truly tragic came looking very beautiful and very tragic indeed, since there was despair to spare. And some men also despaired and sat down in Bohemia and were too busy to come. But other men came whose only political action during the past 20 years had been to flush, flush. a protesting toilet and run. And babies came in their carriages, carrying irradiated dolls and holding on to crazy strings of illuminated weather balloons filled with Nagasaki air. And those who had not left their TV sets long enough to notice the weather in seven years now came swimming through the rain holding their testimonials. And those came who had never marched in sports car protest parades and those came who had never been arrested for sailing a protesting golden rule in unpacific oceans. And Noah came in his own ark, looking surprisingly like an outraged Jesus Christ, and cruised about flying his pinion and picking up two each beast that wanted to be preserved in the strange rain, which was raining real cats and dogs, and from which there was no escape except peace. And peddlers came in lead jock straps, selling hot dogs and rubber American flags, and waving petitions proclaiming it un-American to play golf in the same holy days that clean bombs were set off on time. And finally, after everyone who was anyone, and after everyone who was no one had arrived, and after every soul was seated and waiting for the symbolic mushroom soup to be served, and for the keynote speeches to begin, the president himself came in, took one look around and said, We resign! The poem from the book Starting from San Francisco by Lawrence Ferlinghetti was read with permission granted by New Directions Publishing Corporation. The book's first edition was in 1958. It was then published in 59, 60, 1961, 1966, and 1967. One more bit to mention before we go is that Ferlinghetti is also the co-founder of City Lights Books, a San Francisco landmark and bastion of literary passion, starting in 1953 as the country's first paperback-only bookseller, independent publisher, beat poet hub, event center, etc., etc., nurturing what the poet-painter-activist called an international dissident ferment. Ooh said Art Ranger in her corral of dirt. Fact is, during this quadruple XXXL virulent time of turbulence, City Lights has offered free ebooks and reading lists that could be helpful for our current national open heart surgery of festering old pain we must finally deal with, we hope. Each citizen who can, continually educating themselves, don't you think? Thank you for visiting the Department of Homeland Inspiration. We think our next podcast is going to involve garlic. We hope you'll join us.